Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Hello, and welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. And today we're going to do something a little different. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And today we're going to be surfing the conjuring waves. And that sounds a little spooky, a little scary, but hopefully it won't be like that in meditation. And uh, the purpose of the show is to help you get back surfing your waves. And so every once in a while, you need to jump back on your wave. You don't know how you fell off, fell off your board. You don't know everything was going great. And then it all just kind of stopped or it came to a crashing halt. So how do you jump back on your wave? Sometimes as a super sensitive psychic person listening to this, um, you realize that people sometimes want what you have. They want your energy. They want to do something. And to this day, I still don't know what they want. But sometimes people don't know that they don't have to take your wave. But they're still stuck in that energy of taking things from others because they can't remember that they can create for themselves. And that sounds so simple, but it's not. And every single day, I just notice, I guess because I was preparing for the show, but uh, it keeps happening and happening. I mean, you could just go to the grocery store and all things could fall apart. So, you know, what is that? We're all humans. So aren't we all dealing with the same thing? And I guess sometimes there's folks that are really tapped into lots of different energies and some folks are tapped into something else that looks like they're taking energy instead of creating it. And for me, I just kind of want to always be creating my world all the time. I don't know where that comes from. That's just how I kind of happened on this planet this lifetime. And so maybe they just don't know yet that their their world could be bigger. And maybe because they're taking all this energy, they get a very big world perspective. I just don't know what the point is or how that makes them feel good. But uh, we all know those folks, and I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying that I have seen this in my lifetime, and I'm sure you have too. So what do you do? So how do you get back to conjuring your own waves? And sometimes you can. It's no big deal. And uh, you go on with your day. And other times it's like these false starts again and again. You're like, oh, my God, like what is wrong with me? So today what we're going to do is we're going to play around with a couple of roses around our aura. We're going to put ourselves in a Merkaba, which is a six-pointed star, three-dimensional. Uh, we're going to connect to the galactic central sun, which I talk about every once in a while. But I like to use this energy because it offers a different perspective, a more universal approach. It's like the giant cosmic sun that we don't even know what else could be in there. <laughs> we know our sun really well. But today we want to use something with a bigger perspective. And then we're going to connect to the earth like we always do. But between these two energies of this galactic giant sun 
who has seen it all on all different planets, you know, all different dimensions. And then here's our Earth hanging around in this cosmic soup. We have two friends already. So that should already help us conjure new waves. But sometimes that doesn't work. (laughs) So when we get into meditation, we're going to sort of take a little journey through um, all the senses, the five senses, your psychic senses will be turned on anyway because we're in meditation. But we're going to look at different uh, smells and tastes and touch and sound and sight. And how do we conjure those items around us to move into our wave? And so we want to practice this piece. So when things get rough out there on the waves, you can just be like, oh, yeah. I'm going to remember that favorite thing that I like, and I'm going to go back there and start from there. It's almost like you fall off your board, you were in the waves, things were going good. You're like, oh, man, now I have to get back on my board, but now I can't find my board. I don't know what ocean I'm in. It's like it all kind of falls apart. And so it's okay that it all falls apart because we want a new beginning, actually. We want it to be fresh. Like, we don't want to go back to that other thing. We don't want to go back to that energy where that other human was sort of gathering our energy to use for themselves. We want to start fresh and get back to our own energy. The great news is that we have this infinite supply of our energy. And if we feel tired or down or put down or kind of low, (laughs) whatever the words you want to use, it's just because we forgot. Like, we got lots of universal suns to play with. I'm just only talking about two, our sun and the galactic central sun, which is way out in the Milky Way. But there's like suns in every single like solar system, and there's billions of solar systems, so you can never run out. So it's kind of like our own energy is the same way. We never run out of it. And even though we let Earth and cosmic energy flow through our bodies, uh, we still have our energy. And other shows, we, uh, we use uh, these creative rings that are above our head. We might do that a little bit later. I'm not sure. But uh, we have done it in other shows where we create new energy that's just our own. But our own brand of energy is happening anyway with the energy that's circulating in your bodies right now. Uh, your connection to the earth is different than my connection to the earth. We have different friendships with these Uh, solar beings of whatever sun you're going to work with today. So, you know, we have a lot going on as spirits, and then we forget. So today, it's kind of like a remembering show, but we're going to call it Conjuring Waves, because that sounds like you know what you're doing, and it sounds a little spooky, and people aren't going to bug you (laughs) when you're in this space. I'm conjuring my waves. People, get out of my way. So let's just take a deep breath and let's just settle into that space behind our eyes. We want to use that sixth chakra, that center of the head space today. We want to look at what's going on from this perspective. We'll use it as a little command space. Great. And then from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, i like you to establish that connection. And that can look like a calm of light. 
You might notice as you sort of settle back into your space, back behind the eyes, part of you is reaching down from that first chakra at the base of the spine all the way to the center of the earth, earth's core. There's lots of stuff going on there, lots of people, places, and things happening, different dimensions, lots of activity at the center of the earth. And just notice that energy can be bubbling up, that grounding cord to the center of the earth. It's going both ways. And you can allow some of that earth energy to flow through the soles of the feet, through the knees, through the hips, and into that first chakra. So we want to let this looping action happen with the earth energy. And as it flows through the legs, it's going to also flow up the spine into that second chakra just below the navel. Third chakra just put, just around above your belly button, but below your ribs, kind of. There's a couple of other energy centers along the way, so you might notice those too. You might notice that some of that earth energy is flowing through the fourth chakra at the heart. And there's another sort of energy center in between the fourth and the fifth chakra. And the fifth chakra at the throat, this earth energy starts to flow. It also flows over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms of the hands. And then this earth energy is going to flow through the sixth chakra, center of the head, and out the top of the head. There's many ways to run energy. And you're doing it all the time. It's just that when you put your attention on it, then it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I can feel that. Oh, stuff's moving around. So we like that. And then I'd like you to reach out from that crown chakra at the top of the head to that great central sun in the Milky Way. It's way far out there. I just sort of noticed this sort of tether to that great central sun. It's going to form another sun above your head. I'd like you to just allow that energy to start to flow through the top of the head, down the back channels of the spine, all the way down, passing through all those other chakras, front and back, all the way down to the first chakra. Some of that great central sun energy will pass through all the way down to the center of the earth, through your grounding cord. Some of it will go through your legs. Some of it will pass through your arms and out the palms of the hands. You'll probably want the palms of your hands open for this exercise. So as a first step, if you run across this energy where you've kind of just got pushed off your own board, uh, you want to notice that if you just connect to the earth consciously and you just connect to the sun, whichever sun you want, right there, you've already changed your energy and you've already changed that space. You're already finding your way back to you. 
And so as another next step, let's pull in that aura. Sometimes during the day, our aura gets really big. Sometimes it's really close to the body and that feels restrictive after a while. You have to get it big again. So you're kind of pulling it in and releasing it all day long. And if you get really scared, as a super sensitive psychic person will know already, what I'm going to say is that you can split apart your energy and just leave it everywhere. And let somebody else try to pick up the pieces and put you back together. But um, actually... We can call all of ourselves back to our space and just have that aura just kind of hang out about three feet above you, below you, side to side, front and back. Just notice that space. You got enough room. You have all these layers of the aura sort of coming back into your view. And you can just allow any energy that you might have left all over the planet, you can just call back to you. Just notice all these little pieces of energy, these little spheres of light coming back into your space. Some days there's a lot of that. Other days there's not that much, and that's okay. And so some days you're surfing your waves, you're having a great time, you're in your body, you want to be in your body, things are going great. Then other times, I don't know how it happens, but somebody pushes you off your board and you're like, oh my gosh. So now we're connected to a sun. In today's case, the big galactic central sun out in the Milky Way. It feels a little different. It might feel a little heavier, might feel a little bigger on top of your head. You might feel like you're one of those Egyptian hieroglyphic folks with the big gold suns above their head. You might feel like you're walking around like that right now. That's okay. You might notice that earth energy might be a little louder today. And so I'd like you to just notice how much earth and solar light you have coming into your space. Also, sometimes the chakras can get very open or very closed. And we don't usually look at this, but we can look at that first chakra at the base of the spine that has a lot to do with survival. Just sort of notice how open or closed it is. Just use a little percentage scale. And if you're in survival, maybe it's at 100%. (laughs) If you're listening to this, you're probably not in survival. So or maybe not 100% survival. So you can just turn it down to about like, I don't know, 30% maybe. See what feels right to you. And then that second chakra, which is just below the navel, it's kind of in your gut. It has a lot of stuff in here about money, creativity, a lot of how you generate your wave is in here. It's kind of all your preferences, and we're going to play around with that today. So that second chakra, you might want it to be open a certain amount or close it down a certain amount. You can change it along the way, but just for now, just notice where it is. 
that third chakra, which is that solar plexus, up like your stomach, right above the belly button. That's where kind of that energy of that get up and go is. The second and the third chakra really have a lot to do with that creative force out in the world. Notice how open or closed that is. The third chakra helps us leave our body at night and do all this dream time stuff. Notice that space. And that fourth chakra at the heart. Sometimes when we're creating something, we get very into what we're creating. We love it. <laughs> and so we have a lot of attachment. And so in this fourth chakra at the heart, you'll notice all sorts of different things happening. The heart has lots of its own energy. Uh, there's different crystals and landscapes inside the heart. Uh, a lot of attachment sort of tethers cords, energy cords out into the universe to family members and friends. Some of that's great. Some of it's to people who are not sure we even like anymore. <laughs> but uh, in meditation, it's okay. Like you could just let it all sort of be there. Just notice how big that heart chakra is open or closed, how big you want it open. It's like a little wheel, all these chakras. Sort of notice how open it is, closed. And then the fifth chakra at the throat has a lot to do with a clear audience, hearing spirit. Sometimes our intuition um, sort of energy around our space is happening so fast that we're seeing and hearing and um, sort of getting it right off the top of our head all at once. And it's hard to know if you're really a clairaudient in a moment or you're clairvoyant in a moment. So just look at that fifth chakra. Lots of telepathy stuff happening there. Is that chakra open or closed or is it like a freeway to all these other people? Just sort of notice what's happening there. And if you'd like to make an adjustment, you can do that. You have earth and cosmic energy flowing through your space. You have your own energy flowing through all of these chakras and energy centers. So this is all good stuff to look at. And then in the center of the head, we have lots of clairvoyance happening. You're hanging out there as a spirit right now. But just take a look how big that sixth chakra is. If, if it feels like it's yours, that's great. If it feels like other people are sitting in that room with you, you can politely ask them to leave, stay outside your aura. We'll come back to that in a minute. And then the top of the head, we have it open, probably pretty big because we're receiving this galactic energy and we don't do that all the time. But no, just notice how big you like it open or closed. As this earth and cosmic energy flow through your bodies. There is like a little whale spout of energy that's happening with this earth and cosmic energy. Out the palms of your hands, out your feet, chakras, soles of the feet, and out the top of the head. And where that goes is to all the other layers of your aura. 
There's lots of layers. There's layers between layers. That's a whole other podcast. So just take another deep breath. Just notice all these energy centers you have going on. All these parts of you. And so again, just sort of looking at where your energy is in your body. What's open, what's closed, what's in between. What chakras seem to be very active. Which seem sort of quiet. Right there puts you back in your space and back on your wave. But sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes it's like we can't get there, even though if we're doing all these things. So I'd like you to just take another deep breath. Just sort of notice that there's this screen out in front of you. Maybe it looks like a movie screen. And you're sitting there in a very big movie theater chair. And I'd like you to think about the following things. In your aura... You have all these layers, but on the outside of the aura, I'd like you to put out a rose in front of you and put on another rose behind you. Just, it might look like an imaginary rose, it might just look pink or red or just any rose color you like. I'd like you to put one off to the right shoulder and off to the left. We're just letting everybody know who's swimming around your space right now that you're working on something right now. They might want to just go away because energy is going to change. So they might want to come back later. (laughs) And then I'd like you to imagine that you're this little sphere of light. You're hanging out in the sixth chakra. You're connected to the earth and the sun. You've got this aura sort of gathered around you. You have these protection roses on the outside of your aura. And then as we get into sort of these next pieces here, I'd like you to imagine that you're sitting in a Merkaba. And this is a name, I may not be pronouncing it correctly, but it's a six-pointed star. It's very three-dimensional. There might be more points on your Merkaba than you think. But you're getting that idea that there's these triangles intersecting of energy above you, below you, side to side, front and back. There's like little points everywhere. It's a little bit like a porcupine that's happening energetically. But we're calling this geometric shape around us because we're really going to move some energy around. We're going to reset our space. So while something might have happened out there during our day, we might have gotten kicked off our board, well, we're going to put ourselves back together. We're going to do something different. So just notice this Merkaba. It might look very iridescent. It might look gold. It might be invisible, like see-through kind of idea. It might be very sparkly. And you want that just on the outside of everything going on with you right now. So this Merkaba, that space around you, is outside of the protection roses.
there's lots of other spiritual entities that are tied to this shape. And it's kind of the bigger, bigger ones. And we won't get into that today. But it's not your usual angel. It's more like an archangel type of energy. Or one of the bigger, bigger avatars. And even as a spirit reaching out to that galactic center, that's already telling the universe that we want to do something really different. We want a different perspective. And so what we'd like to start filling up our aura, our chakras, different parts of the body, I'd like you to notice as I say different things, where these things land in your space. Are they already there? Uh, when I say, you know, can you smell fresh cut grass? Maybe nothing happens. You don't smell anything. And for others of us, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. Or I have that day of me running on this lawn and doing cartwheels and it was so much fun. So sometimes these memories start to generate an energy of calm or comfort or expansion or creativity. Sometimes it's love. Sometimes it's just at ease with everything else around us. And so if you were going to create a new wave, conjure a new wave, where would you like to start and so today we're going to try to find what are those things that get you back on your board. And it might have to do with different smells. It might have to do with different tastes. It might have to do with different things you can touch or remember. It might have to do with sound. And it might have to do with other things you're seeing, other sights. And so sometimes when I give you different examples, you might have uh, the perfect thing that conjures up and other times you won't. And it's fine if you do or you don't. And if it leads you to some other image or energy that speaks to you, we want to collect those. And so at the end of this uh, time together, that we'll be able to have a couple of ideas here that you're going to take with you and always have with you. Anytime you get knocked off your wave, you're going to go back to these things and start again. So just take another deep breath. And we're going to go back to the lawn, that fresh cut grass smell. Does it look like a golf course? Is it somebody's backyard? Are you already walking on it? Can you smell it? Just notice that space. And if you want to use this, like that's a big thing for you, you can, I'd like you to just put it behind your left ear right now. And we'll come back to this one. Because maybe right now you can't think of anything, and that's okay. So I'd like you to think about the smell of old books. 
like walking into a really old library. This library might be in somebody's house. It might be in an institution. It might have something to do with um, your academic career. But opening up a book and that smell that sometimes comes out can be very comforting sometimes. Other times it's like, oh God, now I got to study. So maybe don't pick that one. <laughs> but for someone out there, it's very calming and comforting. So another smell that might be sort of lurking in your space somewhere is that smell of springtime. At night, sometimes flowers bloom, and there's that smell of jasmine or honeysuckle or some other smell like that. So I'd like you to notice if you are drawn to that. Sometimes it's the smell of like redwood trees or some other type of tree. Sometimes it's the smell of something after the rain. So I'd like you to think of some of that nature stuff. I'd like you to put that behind your left ear. And when you think about all the different sort of smells of that nature space, now think about the smell of old books. Could be the smell of perfume. Could be the smell of fresh cut grass. Sometimes it's the smell of starch. And you're like, oh yeah, that brings me back. Sometimes uh, these senses draw up a comfort that has to do with the memory, a place and time. Sometimes it's very lovely memories of family, friends. So just notice that space. And any of those little blips of energy, I'd like you to put that behind your left ear. We're just going to collect them there for now. And the next thing we're going to look at is this idea of taste. So we can all imagine the taste of a lemon. But I'd like you to think of all the different kind of fruits you might have had this lifetime already. Maybe it's a grapefruit or a strawberry, kiwi. There's so many different kinds. Different regions in the world have, have their favorites. So I'd like you to think of just some of those tastes that remind you that everything's going to be okay. Somehow you see a strawberry just hanging out on a counter on a plate, and you're like, oh, 
things are going to be okay. And then as you think about that, I'd like you to notice if you have other memories of like the perfect meal or a really great dinner that you've had one time. You might notice that there's sometimes um, this idea of taste and smell and touch sort of happening all at once. When you think about any kind of beverage that's in a glass, maybe it has ice in it, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's like a milkshake, but think about your favorite drink. Just sort of notice if it's a calm or a comfort or a space that you actually get. So any of those memories, any of the people, places, and things about the idea of taste, I'd like you to just put that behind your left ear for now. And the next one we're going to is touch. So without getting into the human part of it, I'd like you to think about that feeling of the sun's rays on your skin. That sort of warming up that happens. Sometimes the wind on your face can be another form of touch. You can think about the wind on your face as you're on a boat in the middle of a Venice canal. So sometimes we have these ideas of people, places, and things around these senses. You just want to let that sort of percolate. Where does it hang out in your space? Is it in front of you, behind you, side to side? Sometimes these uh, senses start to spark other things. And so if you notice just thinking about different smells, different tastes, and now we're into touch, you might notice that you're feeling differently already. It's like something's starting to churn, something's starting to generate. It might be a different chakra that's getting all fired up. It might be just the memories by themselves. You might notice different layers of your aura are a little more active. So I'd like you to imagine that you're holding in your hand a piece of jewelry or a watch that's very significant to you. Maybe you notice kind of the memory behind it or the significance There's an energy to it. Sometimes holding objects or touching them in your hand will give you um, some information about, you know, courage, something about the memory of that object, what it has seen, what it has experienced that can be encouraging to you. 
So I'd like you to notice that space. And any of those memories, pictures, places, things around the ideas of smell and taste and touch, I'd like you to put that just behind your ear for now. Then we're going to move on to sound. So sometimes when we get kicked off our boards and we know we have to get back on, people are waiting for us to show up and do something. Sometimes we need to grab onto a sound, and that's where we start to generate our new energy. And so sometimes it can be the sound of like a fountain, a little trickle of water. Sometimes it can be ocean waves. And sometimes it's more of a river. All those river sounds, the water going over the rocks. And something about those sounds might sort of push us forward. And so we might want to think about sound in a slightly different way. So sometimes going to a new place, and we, when we think about that, we might think about airplanes, or cars, or trucks, or the sound of like transportation. Sometimes the idea of packing the car and those sounds can be very comforting because you know you're going away. <laughs> so I'd like you to think about some of those types of sounds, the sounds of stuff getting done. Things are going to change. Something's going to be different. We're going to go to a different place. We're going to see other people. So just think about that idea of going somewhere new and the sounds with that. And if that doesn't quite land with you, I'd like you to think about the sound of sprinklers. We're kind of getting back to the lawn again and the fresh cut grass, but sometimes the sound of sprinklers going off can be very calming. It's like, oh, everything's back to normal where everything is going to be okay. And sometimes as super sensitive psychics, we want to know all the reasons why and figure it out. But what we want to do today is to not do that, not be analytical, but to just find that little moment of experience where you can start again. And if the sound of sprinklers in your head can be really loud and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, sound of sprinklers, okay, I remember that, I remember that day, and now I'm back on my board, and now I can go on with my day. So just think about that. And any of those sort of sounds that you are coming up with now, you can just put behind your ear for now just to kind of hold them there. And then I'd like you to think about your, like, favorite song. You might have lots of favorites, but just pick one. And if that doesn't work, it might be your favorite band. And just imagining maybe an album cover or 
them on stage or that sort of idea of this band doing their songs might be a comfort in its own way. Just sort of notice that space and you can put some of those items behind your ear. So the last one we're going to do is with sight. So because we're already in our clairvoyant space in the center of our head, looking at all of this stuff, you might want to think about that any of these um, senses kind of all work together. So it's not just only the smell or the taste or the touch. You know, there's they can be all working together. But I'd like you to think about the sight of a sunset. Think about all the beautiful sunsets you've seen so far this lifetime. And some folks out there are really into the sunrise and that kind of light. And just imagining that, you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to start new. (laughs) There's something about that. So I'd like you to think about the view, the vista, the landscape that calms you right down, puts you back on your board. Sometimes when we think of the landscape, we think of the beginning, opening credits of A Sound of Music, Julie Andrews roaming around the mountains. Other times that won't work. Sometimes it will. Maybe it's the landscape of a beach and an ocean. Maybe it's an aerial view of a country or a different place. And so sometimes with sight, it can also be the arrival at a new place. So you might want to think about that too. What is your top experience of you arriving at a new place? What were the sights and sounds and experience of that? And any of those types of experiences, I just want you to put that behind your left ear for now. And we'll think about kind of what the favorite sort of colors you've worked with this lifetime. Sometimes with sight, we can sort of put a lens over things in a certain color. I kind of default to blue sometimes or turquoise. Other folks are more pink. But these have, it has to do with the rays um, that you've heard in different esoteric books. So on the light spectrum, you might have a couple of favorites. So I'd like you to pick one. So when someone pushes you off your board, all your energy is all over the place, 
you sort of gathered yourself back together, you're ready to start something new, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to use that color, or I'm going to use that sunset, or that sunrise, or some other vista. You kind of imagine yourself there. You reset the energy, and you go on with your day. So just take another deep breath. Notice any other little pictures of energy that you want to put behind your ear. We're going to move those out in front of us for now. I'd like you to move them out in front of that screen in front of you. And I'd like you to notice all these different pieces of energy. Different smells, different tastes, different items that you could touch. We haven't even talked about velvet. You know, I mean, there's different suedes and velvets and stuff that might be very easy to tap into. There might be other sounds you might have forgotten about that you're remembering now. Sometimes the sounds of crickets could be very comforting. There might be other sights that you want to add to that screen out in front of you. So just take a deep breath and notice the space. So you have earth and cosmic energy flowing through your body. You have roses around your aura that are just telling everybody to like back off for five seconds while I do this thing. <laughs> and then you're looking at all this different energy all within a Merkaba right now. And so any one of these items will help get you back on the board. But for now, we're trying to pile it all on. So on the fly, in the future, you could just pick one of these two things and just kind of go from there. So out in front of you, I'd like you to notice any of the smells, the tastes, touch, sound, and sights. That might be your top five. And I'd like you to put these different pictures of energy in your space. Sometimes having things hang out in the sixth chakra is great. Other folks like to put them in your heart space. Other folks like to put things on top of your head. So if you need to find this energy again, where would you want it? Sometimes it's in the body. Sometimes it's in the aura. Sometimes it's in a chakra energy center. And so the idea is that you're not trying to solve whatever just happened. So you ran across a human that really likes to play with other pe people's energy without their permission. They might have taken some of your energy, or they thought they were taking some of your energy. Nobody can really ever take it, but it feels that way. And so you got to get back on your board because you have stuff to do. And so this human bumbling around, cutting your way, and so now you're going to get back on your board and keep surfing. So already we know that we can connect to the earth, and in this particular scenario, you can connect to the great galactic sun way out in the Milky Way. 
in addition to our regular sun or any other sun you might know about. I don't know a lot about astronomy. I try. And then you have these other sort of shapes to play with. And the Merkaba is one of them. And so outside your aura, we've called in the aura to sort of bring it around us, calling our energy back. And then this Merkaba kind of comes around us. It gives us a shape and it gives us a space. And because it's this geometric form, it can talk to the universe in a much louder way than us just floating around in our little circle, our little aura egg. I mean, any being that shows up in a Merkaba means business. <laughs> it's kind of like that. But we're not solving what happened to us before. And I think that's another main point I'd like to leave you with today, so you don't have to go back and fix whatever happened. Okay, someone pushed you off your board. And now you got to get back on your wave. You know, it happens. So we don't need to solve what all that was about. Instead, get back on your wave. And how are you going to do it? So we got Earth energy. We got the solar light. We got our own energy that we just call back in and around us. We have this shape, this geometric shape that tells everyone we mean business. <laughs> And then we have all these different memories that we can tap into that brings us to a different energy state. We have smells, we have tastes, we have touch, we have sound, and we have sight. We have all these other things that just make us human that are happening all the time. And we haven't even gotten to the clairvoyance or the clairaudience the clear cognizance, and there's probably a whole bunch more psychic abilities that I don't even have a name for. So just take a deep breath and notice this space. Out in front of you, you have maybe some of the leftover energies of some of that smell and that taste and that touch and that sound, some of the sights. You're still sort of looking at them. If you have any stragglers, I invite you to put them in that special place with all the other sights and sounds and senses that we looked at. We want to start to develop this idea that when stuff happens, you can get right back on your board. And here's some of the ways to do that. It doesn't need to be the same every time. But it's nice to have a little bit of practice so we can keep finding out more about what we actually need as a spirit. So just take a deep breath. Notice that space around you. If you'd like to work with the Merkaba for the rest of today, that's great. You might want to keep that thing that says, I mean business right now around you. If not, you can make it a big uh, sphere around you. You can let it fade away, go back to the center of the earth. You can do that too. You can keep your roses up around you for the rest of the day as you moved 
energy around. You might want to get a little used to it. Sometimes those roses help give you a little bit of space between you and your next thing. Great. So I'd like you to just take a deep breath. Notice that space behind your eyes. Some of us like to hang out behind our eyes. Some of us on top of our head. So you could go back there if you'd like. Sometimes in the heart. Just take a deep breath and notice that you can connect to our regular old sun. You can let that idea of the great galactic sun fade away. And connect to our own solar light just for another energy shift. You can bring in a big golden sun. The sun from our own solar system. Just to change it up and notice that difference. Great. Okay, we have more for you on Inflow Radio. And up next is Venus Andract. Surfing the Psychic Waves with me today on InflowRadio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me Surfing the Psychic Waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by InflowRadio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.